telling us. Hello, Emma. Hi, Andy. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science blames its own farts on the dog. I'm Andy Stapleton and joining me today are Cameron Shearer. Hi, did you just think of that? Yeah. And Cameron Shearer. uh, (laughs) And Christopher T. Baggettson. You you looked at me then and for a split second, you fucking forgot who I was. I saw it in your eyes then. Is it because uh, I have a haircut now Chris and I have It is actually hair? Cameron's put on a bit of weight, so I didn't want to oh. say anything. Oh, it's not the haircut then. <laughs> not the haircut, no. Oh, that's that's insulting both of us. Thank you, thank you very much. It very rarely that happens. But well, hold uh, on, I, I haven't said my greeting yet. Uh, uh, good results, uh, BA, and uh, good reviewers' comments, Schmoopy. Thanks. And good results to you too, T-Bag. Thank you. Um, so... We all know, so the reason I said that intro is because uh, we were all sat here and Cameron went, oh, the dog's farted. Textbook letting go of fart move. Yeah, textbook. My uh, black lab Reggie is in with us He's always in with us, Reginald. He's always here. He He loves it. He loves it. Look at him. He's loving it. He's loving it. Um, Chris, how many times have you blamed your farts on the dog? I I take pride in the gas that comes out of my ass and i don't blame it on anyone i say that was me do you reckon the dog's going that after you fart the dog goes that was me (laughs) (laughs) that was dog quality (laughs) 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 yeah uh cameron we know you do and uh i we we know cameron does he's easy he's just done it um and i don't think i ever have but i have heard of a friend <laughs> who uh-huh. used to pick his nose a and wipe friend. it in the dog. Oh, <laughs> that's that grosser, is cruel. isn't it? That's Why me. did you do that, Andy? Not me, a friend. I said, your friend. poor fucking Sophie covered in no, your boobies. No, no, not now. It's years ago. Anyway, uh, would science blame its farts on the dog? Don't say would science fart. Boring. Does fart? Would it blame it on the dog? No, no. Science would uh, science would have no shame, no embarrassment at you all. You reckon just all out? Not at all. Yeah. All out. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Science farts. Uh, Not- a solar system is formed, and it goes <laughs> great. Are you just writing a creation that. story? <laughs> yes. Science is God. Oh my God! Science go. farted, and that's where it came. That's We've where just we begun a religion. Oh my God, Cameron. Yeah, I agree. No science uh, you, treats Cameron. everything as an experiment. Wants to learn. Um, doesn't hide any facts. Yeah, that's exactly right. Science would would want to know what was, what was going on with the very fart it did. Yeah, guys, it happens very rarely, but we're in agreement. Whoa. I agree that science would also enjoy yeah. owning up to its own farts. Very good. Very good. Oh, something's coming out of me. No. It's, ah, ow, ah, it's news for the week. It's got nails in it. Yeah. Why is it so sharp? Um, I'll go first. Guys, guys. Andy. Oh, I, I don't know. Guys, a weird feeling Andy. that Andy's got big news. Big news, guys. Oh. Big news. Honestly, Gibbo quality news this week. Oh. Really? Um, yeah. So right. I will do my best to stay awake. I was going to swear then, but it didn't, it didn't feel right. So good. So good, guys. Um, I have been working in the background for the past 14 weeks on a startup idea. Oh, that's right. And the startup this week... Went live. <gasps> Boom! Whoa. So it's only the first Whoa. iteration. So it's clunky. It's weird. I need to get out all the bugs. Mm-hmm. For all those people who aren't familiar with what a startup is. <laughs> so a startup. Could you explain it so, to those people? Yeah, absolutely. So a startup is when you quit your job um, and you think, oh, I really need to do something with my life. Uh-huh. Um, normally around the sort of 30s where you're having a bit of a kind of like internal From turmoil. Life crisis, yeah. Mid- Quarter yeah. life crisis. What would the hair be doing at Quarter this stage? Life. Exactly, the yeah. Ha- the, ha- the hair receding. is receding. It's going grey at the same time. You're thinking to yourself, what on earth am I <laughs> doing in my life? You are in the life? thick of it, aren't you? Yeah, oh God, you should, you should see my bedroom. But um, it's not pretty. But I did it. I did it. I did a, a, a 14-week course which takes you from idea to startup. Um, mm. And so I've got, a, I've got a, this, this platform now. Everyone should go to pocketconference.com. It's for scientists. And I want to share the moment of discovery. I want to use your voice, scientists, mm-hmm. to inspire other scientists, children, 
I've, I feel like this as well gives a portal for collaboration. I've heard an audio literature review some people would use it for. Go through, mm-hmm. scan the literature in your area. Of course, it relies on people going and actually uploading content. So go do that. Sign up as yep. a scientist, um, enter your details, and you're good to go. Could I do recordings about my papers and my work? That is exactly what it's for. You like go for as long there, as I want? For as long as you want. Just I could just bang on about... All the stuff I do. For yeah, look, I it will want. take about four days to upload if you truly unloaded. <laughs> but uh, look, go for it. Go for it, Chris. All right, I'm in. Great I'm content. So do I'm it. really excited about that. It's, it's it's young. It's new. Pocketconference.com. It's hip. It's now. It's, it's street. It's so it's so now. It's so startup. Yeah. So startup. Yeah. Um, more news. You, what? You've got more. I've got Cameron. I. I've got, got bigger news. Wake up, Cameron. <laughs> Cameron, come on, wake up, mate. Stay with us. Stay Wait, with us. I'm, I'm waiting for the news. Stop, <laughs> stop bigging it up and start saying it. So you know how I've been doing this whole freelancing thing? Uh, have you? Yeah. Really? About a year. No, less than that. Now I don't know. Ten months. I kind of zone out. Right. But anyway, yeah. freelancing stuff. It's tough. Someone said to me, "It's going to take at least a year to Ooh, take off." And you've done it in ten months. I'm going to say today, you will be seeing much more of me. On Australia's Science Channel. Holy shit. That's right. Australia's one and only Science Channel. Australia's Science Channel. What channel is that? Channel Uh, 32? Just keep pushing numbers till it comes up. I really don't understand how it works. But um, I have sort of um, come to an agreement with them where I can produce more content, be in more of their videos, write more articles, live the dream of the science communicator, which is have my face plastered all over things that I produce. Okay. So Before you go any further, yes. I am free for interviews. And uh, You don't have to ask <laughs> me. Uh, Andy, I think, did you say the podcast or was it private? You said you've got a minimum uh, um, um, do- uh, dollar That's per right. minute that you're working on. Yep. Yeah, uh, is this meeting the that criteria? It is smashing it. Ooh, excellent. wow, excellent! It has smashed it, guys. No wonder. That's Whoa. why you're wearing a nice shirt today. Oh, yep. thank you very much. Yeah, yep. yeah. Actually, yep. under this, it's just pain and horror. But <laughs> no, that's right. On the outside, I look good. I look good. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Okay. I think I'm a bit smelly because my other news is I'm trying this bloody natural deodorant. Mm-hmm. Right? I put it on. I was in the natural this natural natural store mm-hmm. in Adelaide. It's called the Simple Market. Right. It's lovely. The guy in there is nice, and I just bought some yeah. deodorant. Yeah, but it's not really working. No, mm. I really like. I put it on, and I smell like witch hazel. I don't even know what that smells like. Apparently, it smells like hippie. But it works for like an hour, and then all of a sudden, the the, the actual normal body smell comes mm. out. So I can only apologise to you guys now. Yeah, you can. You can. And keep apologising. It's quite against you because you're a skeptic by yeah. nature. Uh, you believe in actual medicine, right? Instead of herbal well, look, medicine. So what? Yeah, now what that I'm, all now this? that I'm in the startup world, I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm into homeopathy and stuff now. Oh my lord! Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> we have to kick you off, people. <laughs> Sorry, this is no longer your podcast. That's my news. That's oh, it. Well good. done. Yeah. Excellent. Wow. Great news, Andy. Great Thanks. news. Thanks. Great news. Great news. No more sleeping in a cardboard box. We're happy to hear. No, no. I, I actually. I bought some food today and I ate it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm living the dream. Well done. Well done. Schmoops. No, let's hear Chris's rubbish. All right. Come on, Chris. Uh, go, Gibbo, go. Big. Let's Let's hear if it's actually bigger than my news and, and therefore worthy of taking up all that time. It is <laughs> going to be much, much bigger than your news. So, first off, I'm starting off with what would normally be massive news, but today it's just minor <laughs> news. And that is another paper accepted. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Schmoopy's uh, on this one. Am I on it? Uh, no. Come on, no. mate. No, you're not on it. But you're going to get some sights. You are going to get <gasps> some sights. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> a paper that we're all on together, I think one of the last ones, no, the last one you did at Flinders, it's going to get its first sight <gasps> thanks to this paper. Fantastic. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Hey, um, I'm not the Materiomics one. No, no, no. The last one you did at, at Flinders. Materialomics was surely that was a uh, Oh, no, Tube AFM. Oh, God, yeah. So this was from submission to acceptance and online less than four weeks. Wow. That's what happens when quality work <laughs> crosses the really? path <laughs> of an amazing journal. Yeah, great. Nanomaterials, Impact Factor 3.55. Publisher? Uh, MDPI. MDPI. Andy, real, real journal? 
Yeah, Real look, general. they're not as good as Wiley, but uh, you know, my favourite is Wiley. <laughs> so thanks, Wiley. Wiley, Wiley, Wiley. But you'll, Go take, you'll, take, Wiley. you'll take sites from the paper? Oh, absolutely take it. Yeah, yeah. All right, very good. Um, now, just a little aside, this was uh, data left over from uh, a student I supervised. Ashy so Slashy. Ash, Ash Slattery, who ah. is running the Titan TEM, permanent position. Um, and some of the data in this paper goes back to 2010, 2011. Wow. So I have to big up to me. Amazing job writing the paper. Look, you're selling this as a great story. How much pressure was put on you to publish? Was someone up your ass saying like, hey man, like you haven't published enough this year and you've had to dig through the archives? What's happened? Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I need more papers. Yeah, so, okay, uh, fine. But what was interesting, uh, so Camo, Camo Shmoopy Shearer this guy, got an invite, me. got an invite from a, a journal to submit a paper. This, and, this, um, exact this, this exact journal. This exact journal. And so there was That's some pressure because we basically said we'd have it submitted on October 1st. Yeah. And that deadline forced me to pull my finger out and get the thing written. Good on so, you. Great stuff. Uh, look, the graphene thickness paper, it just keeps getting sites. It's getting boring now to keep bringing this up. 31 on Google Scholar and more wow. is coming its way. More I'm, is coming I'm its so way. I'm so pleased I cheesed myself onto that This one. is going to be, this is a super cider. Yeah. This is going to be one of the big ones, people. 100 sites within five years, I predict. All right, good. There we go. Anyway, now, prediction. look, what's happened is just this is amazing. And you guys, you know, I didn't want to bring it up because I know how excited you guys are going to be by this. You All got right. another linkage grant. No, no, we won't talk about that. <laughs> You've got um, a permanent position. No, 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 nothing, nothing actually that good. You did a, you did a nice poo. <laughs> I did do I did do some of them today, um, but no. Scopus has me at a H index of twenty one. I I'll can't be, do. Come on, I'll be disappointed with less than twenty one. Yeah, twenty. Oh. You told us that last it was time. Though. That was Web of Science. This is Scopus. Yeah, but which one yeah. do you like more? Um, well, they're both good, but like they're both the premier, uh, you know, uh, indexing uh, sources in science. So now I've got. Age index of 20 in both. Clint, you've written on this. You've printed it off. How did you... I don't even believe you did that. Screen dump. Yeah, screen dump. And then you... Yes. Yes, space, He's exclamation mark, done exclamation it again. He's done it. You know, you did it once. It's just this has happened to capture it. <laughs> capture the first time at last. Scopus is, is just a bit behind web of science. But yeah. that's it, people. Page no. index of 20 on both of the big indexing sources all right, in science. All right. Andy, can you mark this? Yeah, we'll have to get rid of it. No, don't get no, um, no. But give the, the Gibsonites out there, this is what they've been waiting for. Gibbo, so. what does this number give you really? Oh, well, in reality, nothing. But it means, in my own mind, I'm amazing. Boom, you got it. Thank you, thank you. Marked. There we go. <laughs> now, last thing. Cameron's rubbish science competition. Oh, we um, need an update. Uh, a, a new listener actually asked me how does this even get calculated? So quick quick update on the Peapop Most Relevant Scientist of the Year competition. Go for it, Smoopy. Peapop Most Relevant Scientist of the Year competition. It's calculated by the, your number of citations in this calendar year divided by total number of publications for your career. So it lets us all know how relevant we are because... If you're relevant, even your old papers still get cited. Last time I think we uh, we talked about this was the 13th of the 9th. So it's a while ago now, quite a while ago. And uh, what is my score? Well, I went from 2 and I'm now at 2.41. 2.41. Massive jump. That's a huge jump. Massive jump. Cameron was 2.96. Yep. Now 3.37. Oh, that's winning. Andy, I've probably won. You were two point oh seven, yeah, and you've you've been two point oh seven for, for like a while. Months. Yeah, <laughs> you've now jumped up to two point four seven. I think you got you got you got five sites, and yeah, put you up point four. I got like fifty sites. Do you know what the most annoying thing is? The about, same amount. Like I've given. <laughs> I actually went out of my career at the top. Right, <laughs> last year and early like this year is my best your year best. for sites. I mean, yeah, not could, for very papers, well it? could very but well be. But it's like this is, you're, you're most relevant. I'm, I, yeah, that's right. Now I'm the most relevant. 
by being out of science. And you've, got, like, you've got a whole bunch coming your way from this paper I've just published. Perfect. That's what I want, man. I'm screwing Push myself. Me you are, you are, yeah. Citing you Push in me up papers. over you. Anyway. Um, now, Martin Sweetman or Dolce Ombre. Dolce Ombre. Who got ombre. back to me and told me he loves the nickname Dolce Ombre. We saw, we saw this gentleman oh, we saw him, yeah. we at saw the him pub recently. and yep. he actually, I think he preferred, his eyes lit up oh. when, you, when you called him. Dolce Ombre. No, Dolce Ombre. He prefers Dolce Ombre. Dolce. The Catalonian. Um, the Catalonian one. Okay. He's gone from 2.64 to 2.93. Knocking on the door Ooh. of Smoopy there. He's catching up. The last one, Renee Gorham was 3.31. <gasps> now a scorching 4.23. That's victory oh, again for Renee Gorham. Yeah. Well done, Renee. Well That's done. Be half a minute. Well done. Yeah, well done. Need, I don't think you can get there. We need a lot more science. I tell you what, yeah. she seems to be on an absolute upward curve as yep, well. Like, yep, yep. Destroying Smoopy like yep. he's not even there. So uh, you've got to move to New Zealand and get yourself a proper job. Mm. Yeah, it's time to work harder. Smoopy. Yeah, yeah. Time to start. Publishing. Oh, uh, Renee, give Cameron a job. Yeah. There you go. Would you move to Simple. New Zealand for a for a PP? PP permanent position. All right. Um, and that is Gibbo's massive news. Well done. Cameron's, oh, Cameron's done. Cameron, what is your massive news, mate? Well, let's see if how my news compares in the comparison of this humongous uh, news that Chris <laughs> has put before me. <laughs> uh, uh, that sounds ominous. <laughs> I had two papers accepted this week, Chris. What? Well done. Uh, well done. So the one... The one where where you and I are both corresponding authors on. You didn't actually happen to mention that I was a corresponding author on it. I didn't mention I was either. I'm a bit modest that way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just not my style. And you also didn't didn't mention the fact that not only was it me who was invited, which you did mention, but I also got a fee waiver. So I I technically got 1,400 Swiss francs because that's the cost of publishing in the journal. Saving money is as good as earning money. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. That's all I wanted. Uh, <laughs> so, my other paper was in uh, the Journal of Materials Chemistry A. Oh, very good. Uh, and it's uh, about uh, doping carbon nanotubes and using them in uh, carbon nanotubes slash silicon heterojunction solar cells. Oh, you've been, you've been which flogging is, that donkey for a while. I, How's that I going? I certainly <laughs> have. That is a robust donkey. <laughs> yeah. like, it it, it loves a flogging. flogging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, got more flogging to go yet. Yeah, yeah wow. Um, how, where are we on the flogging scale? Are we, have we flogged it out yet or are we still expecting a few more? Uh, uh, there's another one at review right now. Perfect. All right. Good. Um, yeah, so the donkey's still standing. <laughs> <laughs> a leg is broken. Uh, perhaps, yeah, look, but, uh, everyone feels sorry for it, but it's still going. Yeah. <laughs> Far out. Didn't realize I was that predictable. <laughs> but that, I think that actually makes six papers of mine in Journal Materials Chemistry, eh? Good oh, on yeah. Very good, very good. And I once mentioned that I was given the advice once that you should only submit your articles to six journals Ooh. and they should be ones where you kind of over time develop a repertoire with the editors. Yeah. A rapport. Rapport. That's probably better. A rapport. <laughs> rapport. Sorry, I don't know French as well as Chris does. <laughs> oui. Uh, and so you did everywhere. Uh, JMCA is where most of my papers are and I do review for them a lot. So Ooh. I'm adding them as the first in my official six. Ooh. Welcome to the club. So I'd love other journals, if you're interested in being in my six, <laughs> to, to accept my papers more readily. What an offer. <laughs> I tell you what, you're going you're gonna to be absolutely flooded. You are, you yeah. are going to get a flood of emails from really mediocre journals, I can predict. You, uh, can you give a word when you're talking with Wiley on the on Friday? I will, I will capture exactly what you just said uh-huh. and I'll play it to them. Okay, good. Uh in other news, do you remember I, I reviewed that paper for the Journal of Luminescence? Yeah, and you said it, get rid of it. Where it had about five of my own citations, including a lot of Shira et al's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I said it's rejected for self-plagiarism. Yeah. It's been published. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> now, it's been published in another journal. Uh. 
and oh. it still has my five citations in it. Wow. So not only do I get my ethics right for, <laughs> but <laughs> for the yeah. fact that I rejected it the first time around, yeah. but now I get my five citations. Is is the uh, is this journal indexed in Web of Science and Scopus? So it's a real yes, journal? Yes, I can't remember exactly the name. It's an Elsevier journal, so oh, it will be indexed. That that You've gotten your uh, academic cake and you've eaten it too. Exactly. Well done. Yeah, well, well done. done. Now I will say that the replicated images have been removed. And now the paper consists of about two figures and almost zero data. Ha <laughs> ha, uh, uh, that's excellent. But uh, all my citations. Uh, quick question. Am I on any of those papers that are being cited? No, I don't think so. <sighs> oh, and a quick last bit of news is uh, I got a job. <gasps> what? Cameron Shimubishira. You've already got a job. You're going to yeah, moonlighting. What are you going to be? Like stripper? What's going on? There isn't enough jobs anyway. Don't have to. He's got a haircut Share now. It. He's looking very sharp. I predict it's moonlight stripping. <laughs> so, I mean, you three all were all aware that my three. contract. Us two as well. Uh, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> well nice done. Man. Nice one. Nice, yeah, yeah, the nice dogs catch. In here. Nice catch. Well done. Always uh, <laughs> talking to him, of course. <laughs> of course. Well, of course. He loves it. Especially when you're alone. Anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, my contract of Flinders ends at the uh, end of this calendar year. December mm-hmm. 31st. And I now have a job lined up. Yes, regular calendar year. <laughs> well done, Gibbo. And I now have a job lined up to uh, take over straight wow. after that. Whoa. Incredible. Yeah, That us, is excellent. Thanks. Give us some more uh, more information on this new job, <laughs> Schmoopster. Uh, is it is it real what? university? Well, yes. Is it, is, <gasps> is it in the top eight? Yes. So I'm moving to the University of Adelaide. I can just feel the prestige coming mm. from you. Yeah. I can and feel I, it. I can feel contempt as well. <laughs> I, yeah, looking down at Flinders and Uni SA. Yeah, and superiority yeah. and oh. No, well, that's, I mean, that or is, is that, a fantastic uh, move. Yeah. Or is that that fart that Reggie did? I'm not sure. Yeah, which one. it's still lingering. But I mean, what a, what a great move for your career. Well what done, Cameron. Great, well done. Well a, done. We have yeah, to have a noise great. for this because it's a it's actually a fellowship that you won. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I won uh, something along the lines of the University of Adelaide Early Career Researcher Fellowship. Oh, that uh, rolls off the tongue in such a nice way. Now, mm. the question that everyone that's on everyone's lips is uh, the duration of the of the contract. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Twelve months. Ooh. Better than now. <laughs> Better than now. Not a great noise. Not a great noise. But we have to have a. There has to be a, a good noise for yeah, that. Yeah, it sounds like this. Okay, that's a, that's a bit better than what you did just before. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Cameron. Congratulations. So I'm I'm move, joining the Department of Chemistry there in the Faculty of. Sciences. I yeah. don't really know what the things are called there. I'm going to do a project on photocatalysis. Oh, so you're still doing so, the still, still in the light world. Still light, using light to power things. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good idea. Photocatalysis using light to speed up reactions to well, provide alternative pathways for reaction. Will you still be collaborating with some of the giants at Flinders? I'm pointing at myself. Uh. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> cheese, I cheese me. A, I'm going to require a little more non-committal than I would have liked. <laughs> I'm going to require require some cheesing. All right. Okay. Okay. For minimal effort, perhaps close to no effort. Yes. You can get your name on some of my papers. Thank you. And Will me you too? return the paper? <laughs> <laughs> what can you? You know they don't have a good ramen instrument there actually. So bring I it think on. Bring there, it on. There'll bring be some ramen. ramen. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That whoa. means I'll be. Because you know my rule, if I do ramen for someone, yeah, I'm, not I'm working you... for them. Yes. So I'll be working for you. Yeah, that sounds about right. Ugh. And I'm, you know, um, no control experiments. No control experiments. <laughs> uh, it's a Cameron Shearer project. <laughs> <laughs> it has to work. Well, Cameron, that's, well that's done, mate. Well excellent done. news. Um, obviously, you're going to let us know how it all goes. You know, I think it would be something that, that will be really Look, refreshing. That, that sounds nice. But as I said before... You've got to you've got to assert dominance. It's like it's like prison. It's like doing time. You got to get in that tea room and exert dominance, like I do. And you got to find out who you have to pay for protection. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And and look, don't be frightened to make a shiv out of a plastic spoon. You never know when you might need it. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, I, uh, can I just say I am looking forward to it. I didn't want to leave 
uh, Flinders, and I would have been happy to stay. Uh, but I think it's just better to move. I mean, I know Chris, you've been there for a while, but uh, <laughs> it uh, it can start to to not look favourable if you stay at one institution for too long. Look, yeah. I you know I get around it by locking the door, turn the light <laughs> off, and I gently sob into my pillow. I have a pillow. In my <laughs> it's stained with tears. Oh, thank and God, disappointment you and some failure, but um, that's what I do. Well done, everyone. Wow, that was some fucking news. What massive news for everyone. I've got some feedback from listeners. Oh, good. I haven't looked at anything. Um, So it's actually uh, two weeks ago we put up Cameron's front cover. Yes. For your... Oh, is there any good good responses? Well, I'm going to tell you. That's for the uh, small methods paper uh, producing phosphorine from microwaves, which was my idea. It's still not accepted, so I've got a bad feeling that I've put all that effort uh, in for nothing. The paper is accepted, but the the journal cover is not yet accepted. It's possible that all the effort Cameron put in is for naught. It is not wasted because you have made an impact on social media. Oh, social media impact. Um, Shit. So the reason we put it up online in the first place is because um, listener at Joe Richters or Johannes Richters, mm-hmm. he asked, he was like, I want to see this. Where is this Wiley, this Wiley front page thing? Okay. Right? Is Wiley? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was for oh, Wiley. We yeah. love Wiley. Good on you, Wiley. Um, he says, hmm... Micro, I don't know what he did. He didn't actually include the hmm. Oh, like that was just me. You added that in. I added it's an ad lib. I'm ad libbing. It's an ad lib. I'm using my acting skills. Because you're a star. I am a star now. I'm essentially famous. Um, he says microwave assisted destacking of a sheet material. Uh huh. I like the layout idea with the microwave operating elements and. The color scheme is nice. Oh, Good. Wow. That's exactly yeah. what I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Thank, yeah. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, thanks for me as well. Thank I you. Heard, I read another comment actually very early on where they actually had it the wrong way around. Right. So this is it. Um, so Noni, Noni, friend uh, of the yep. show, friend of the show. Yep. Um, there's a tube mm-hmm. in a microwave. Yes. Yep. Over time, stuff sticks together and turns blue. Yes. Very pretty. Yes. So she was going from the bottom up. Yeah, so it, it's supposed to go from ah. stuck together in blue to uh, apart in yellow. Tell you what you need on that. Arrows. An arrow. You need no, an arrow. There's no arrows in real life. <laughs> there is. <laughs> no. Point to one in this room. Uh, 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 clock face. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you. Yeah. That was surprisingly easy. Ladies and gentlemen, pea poppers, we have got an absolute treat for you today. We are joined by Emma Lawrence. Emma is a PhD candidate in clinical neuroscience, and she is the co-founder of It Gets Brighter. So welcome, Emma. Welcome. Hi, great to be with you guys. I've got a little bit of blurb here about what Get It Gets Brighter is, but maybe you could give us an overview of, of why you founded it and, and what your mission is. Sure. So It Gets Brighter... Um in a nutshell, is a website and soon-to-be app um, and sort of online community that tries to collect and share short video messages of hope and support for young people going through mental health issues. So these are made by members of the community and then um, people uh, can watch them um, when they might be going through something for the first time. 75% of mental health issues begin before the age of 24. So we're really trying to target high school students, university students, young people who might be uh, going through something for the first time and not sure where to go for help um, or have been diagnosed and not sure what that means for the rest of their life. Um, And so we wanted to give people a collection of role models or uh, people who they can see have sort of come out the other side, um, have found ways to manage their mental illness or um, even recovered in some cases to show that when you're in the midst of a struggle uh, for the first time that it's it's not the end of the road and that there are lots of ways um, when you reach out for help that it can get brighter. I was actually going through the website today and I was amazed at how powerful each one of the videos was. Um, I, I think it's amazing that you get people to share their stories, um, but how, how do you do that? How do you encourage people that maybe mental illness is a little bit of a sensitive subject, it's tough to bring up? How do you make them feel comfortable enough to upload a video? 
Yeah, so that's a, a great question because it, we think it's really important for people to start speaking out and sharing their, their story so we can start to show just how many people are affected by this but also how many people um, are managing because I think that the uh, there's a lot of stigma obviously around mental illness but also a lot of misconceptions um, and if we start to show just basically that it affects everyone um, or can affect anyone, um, then we can start to break down uh, some of those misconceptions and stigmas. But it's sort of a vicious circle where if no one talks about it, people don't want to be one of those first people to talk about it because of the stigma. But the only way we break down the stigma is to talk about it. So we really feel it's important to break that cycle, but doing so is not always easy. I think there's, we just, uh, first of all, have some very courageous uh, people showing the power in being vulnerable. And uh, we're just always really grateful for people who do share their story. Uh, luckily, we've found that when people have done that, they've reported to us that it's been a really empowering experience for them as well. And that reflecting on where they've come from and what they've learned through that, what messages they have to share, what they'd want a younger version of themselves to know has been a really positive thing for them as well as the people watching. But overcoming those obstacles, uh, we've tried to have sort of video making workshops where we can kind of talk to people and break it down. We've just tried to get the word out as much as possible so people who feel like they're in a position to share can do so. We've contacted I guess people who are already speaking out mm -hmm. and who might be willing to share and it gets brighter style video. And we've been used as a platform by other community groups. So for example, we had from Dartmouth College in the US, a group of indigenous students share a collection of videos from their communities because uh, Dartmouth College is has the highest um, indigenous population of any US university, but many students struggle to move from their reservations to come and sort of have the culture shock of university and the stress of university life. But also back in their home communities, there can be uh, very high rates of uh, mental illness that goes unspoken. So they wanted to share their stories and used us as a platform to do so. So we've sort of had partnerships with people like that who've been able to go out and um, collect the stories from their communities. During our conversations or like our emails, you said that you have found yourself being a spokesperson for, for mental illness. If you're comfortable, are you able to sort of tell us how that came about? Yeah, sure. So uh, interestingly, like you said, I uh, when I started It Gets Brighter, I did so because I had a previous experience of mental health issues. As a teenager, I struggled with quite severe OCD and some other mental health issues as sort of tears. Um, and first diagnosed, it was just like terrifying to feel like really alone, to not know what this meant, to not know if it was this hell that I was going through was like life from now on. And I'm very grateful and fortunate to say that that wasn't the case, but it would have been really nice to know that at the time or just to have to know that there were other people that had gone through this there were other people that had found ways to manage or to recover um and so that's the reason i founded it but before then uh you know living my student life in my 20s i didn't really talk about um my mental health issues because yeah it didn't come up in conversation unless a friend approached me when they were struggling and me being able to sort of share my experiences and I guess that was part of the inspiration for It Gets Brighter. But so, so I'd been involved in lots of other different activism, but not mental health activism. But sort of through starting It Gets Brighter, uh, it just there was more and more call for, for me to actually share my own story as part of that in, in conferences or workshops, et cetera, et cetera. So I went through quite a, yes, journey is the uh, oft-used word in this context, but journey to to be comfortable and get used to sharing my story. Um, and in February, I actually did a TED Talk, which was, I guess, the biggest platform that I, where yeah. I'd shared my own mental uh, health issues and experiences in front of 2,000 people here in Oxford. So it was sort of a build-up to that was the biggest outlet I've had for sharing. But, um, yeah, it was interesting overcoming my own personal barriers to doing so as well, even though I knew it was important. That's incredible. What What is the TEDx or the TED Talk called so people can Google it? It's called... Is connection the key to mentally healthy communities? I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Okay. Uh, basically, it's about yeah about the importance of connection, the importance of building community for mental health and for early interventions um, and building uh, education and 
sort of ability of, of communities to respond to mental health challenges themselves and others to know where to turn, to know where to respond and how that can really help support young people who are going through these issues. Emma, I find it really interesting that you're, you've chosen to use a, a video type platform, say, for people to share their stories. Do you think that this is important that people, uh, maybe is it seem more real then if it's a video than maybe if it's a written word? Yeah, so I think uh, the video does make it a better connection with the viewer uh, is what we were going through. So there are more and more written testimonials, which is fantastic and, and definitely needed. Um, but we felt that having a collection of videos just went that, that extra step of really f- people being able to really sort of see these faces um, to try and get away from sort of the shame or stigma associated and um, to share their story. We still only put people's first name, you know, a pseudonym if they want. We do encourage people to share their real name as yeah. well to try and, yeah, again, make a real connection. But we don't put people's full names so people can't sort of search for these stories. They won't come up in a Google search for employers, that sort of thing. But to, I guess, just eliminate one more barrier to sharing. But we do feel that videos are a powerful way to connect. And we also took inspiration from the It Gets Better campaign, who are one of our partners. And they were started in the US to create and share video messages for young people of the LGBTQ community. Um, and that has become a worldwide campaign of, you know, showing young people who might be struggling with bullying, etc., as a result of their sexuality or gender identity, that they're also not alone and that um, many people have trod the path before and also found ways for it to get better. So even though there's vast differences between, you know, young people going through mental health issues or young people in the LGBTQ community, there's overlap in, you know, it's still being stigma associated and um, young people feeling very isolated when, you know, whichever community they're part of. Hey, there's uh, Chris here. What's the support like for university students going through mental health issues? What's the universities doing? Um, is there a lot of room for them to improve or are they are they doing pretty good? Um, I think it is really dependent on the university. Actually, uh, interestingly, having been in the UK now for five years and started It Gets Brighter in the UK, I'm really proud of what Australia is doing in general for youth mental health. Uh, it's been quite ahead of uh, some of the other, you know, Western English-speaking countries like the uh, like Canada and um, the UK, there have been great campaigns in Australia. Obviously, Beyond Blue and Headspace, and there's many sort of youth-focused campaigns, and that's really important to support students in general or young people in general. I think in the universities, it's there are counselling services. They're often underfunded, and I can speak from the experience of. Uh, the Oxford um, Counselling Service, it exists. Um, it can be great and a lifeline for students, but there's, the demand is increasing all the time and basically it can't keep up. And I think this is true, this is echoed in universities uh, in many countries, <laughs> including Australia. So there are things that are, that are done, but it's just, yeah, it's just often not um, able to keep up with the demand. So, Emma, just a, a lighter question for you. So, you're doing your PhD in, was it neuroscience in at Oxford in the UK? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, one of our members, uh, Chris, actually did a postdoc at Cambridge, one of the other universities. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I think I might have um, come across that name, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the best one so in the UK. Is there, is there any, what's the stat that people at Oxford say to people who went to Cambridge to put them back in their place? Uh, so, well, so I play um, in the AFL team here yeah. for the women's team, which just started up a couple of years ago. But the men's team has been going for like over 100 years here now. And they have a big, so, I mean, obviously there's massive Oxford-Cambridge rivalry across all sporting endeavours and other endeavours. But um, in the big Oxford-Cambridge AFL game every year that everyone's, um, yeah, just like, shoot the tabs, shoot the tabs from the Oxford team. So, <laughs> yeah, the Cambridge, the Cambridge guys are... And it's the tabs and, um, yeah, shoot the tabs is like the, what I guess gets shouted out. Do you feel like shouting that at Chris right now? Because I will give you, <laughs> we'll give you a bit of uh, free airspace and you can just shout it at him. Yeah. Well, well hold on, hold on. I, I actually have something to reveal. In 1999, I played 
oh. in the Cambridge versus Oxford AFL game. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I played wow. forward pocket and I scored a goal. No, you didn't. I did. Oh. I did. I, did. I, I tackled a guy to the ground and he didn't release the ball, so I got a penalty and I kicked it through the, uh, the big sticks. <laughs> Six points. You don't even know the rules of AFL. And then on the way back... Uh, a whole bunch of us, um, me and a, a few other people got lost and we missed the bus back to uh, Cambridge <laughs> and then spent six hours on the trains. Typical Cambridge. <laughs> Can't even read a bus timetable. Yeah, and we flogged Oxford, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I have to say that um, Oxford's won the last um, couple, so Ooh. they might need you back again. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no, he's, he's, he's a bit out of shape now. <laughs> I could I, I could roll at people pretty hard <laughs> and knock them down, but yeah, no, yeah, no, but great stuff. It's great yeah. to to talk to someone else who's uh, spent a lot of time at one of the great seats of learning in uh, <laughs> Western Western civilization. Thank you very much, Emma. Just as well, like, how has your accent changed? I've noticed a, a little bit of UK kind of coming yeah. through. Do you find that you're in accent limbo? Um, totally. It's interesting. You guys can hear the UK part because. Uh, yeah, definitely people here mostly still think that I'm Australian until I talk to Australians who are living in Australia and then they're like, oh, yeah, I can definitely hear you've been mm. spending time in England. That's yeah. So yeah, definitely there's some, sort of, there's some sort of limbo where, yeah, people here are like, no, nah, you're definitely Aussie and people in Australia are like, no, nah, I think you've crossed to the other side now. So, yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> I, I hope that it. I hope that it comes back though. I um, as much as I appreciate my time here, I still definitely feel like if I sounded UK, it would not be in line with the rest of my identity. So, how can our listeners support your cause? What What can they do to help? And uh, yeah, what What would you like from them? Yeah. So, um, first of all, just check out our website. So it's itgetsbrighter.org. We're actually having. A, a new, much more upgraded website uh, about to be launched in the next couple of months and an, a free app so people can download that to their phones, Android and uh, iOS to basically watch our videos, um, get access to all the resources that we have on the website and links to partner organizations with lots more resources and can share those videos with people who might need to, might need to see them. So that's the first thing is just to check us out. Then uh, if you know people who might benefit from also being part of our community then really encourage you to sort of spread the word um and also if you're in the position to i guess we're always uh we're totally volunteer run right now and to be sustainable um we basically need funds so if anyone's in a position to donate we have a total giving page as well if they just searched um total giving it gets brighter then uh yeah that would be also obviously amazing that's great well chris actually chris actually is the person who owns the most money in this room so he'll make a donation uh this this <laughs> evening for you yeah yeah no problem Emma. uh money's money's coming your way consider uh, it consider it money from oxford no cambridge, cambridge. <laughs> cambridge. damn got it wrong yeah, yeah. and uh, also of, of course if um anyone's in a position to make a video then that's a really powerful way uh, to sort of contribute to some of the broader um, issues around stigma with mental illness and, and just um, being able to sort of pass it forward, I guess, of if you've been through something um, and been supported, to, we feel like sharing your story is a way to, or at least sharing a message of support, even if you haven't been through anything, is a way to sort of pass that forward to other young people who might be in a position that you were, uh, uh, you know, a few years ago or a few decades ago. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's another way that we obviously encourage people to add their voice. One last question I had, which was like, there was a massive study about, and I think it, it sort of did the rounds in the in social media, especially from the scientists, but it was about the, the mental health issues, particularly for PhD students. Now, I, I saw that yeah. on your page that that was something that you were looking into potentially in the future or providing resources. Have you found that as a PhD student, you've come into contact with more people with mental health issues? Yeah, for sure. It's actually just, it's ripe here, to be honest. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you should still come to Oxford. It's great. but <laughs> Guaranteed <laughs> mental health issues. <laughs> yeah, we're not only. Like, um, but it's, it's true that just so many people um, are going through things, both in the undergraduate community and the graduate community. And I think this is um, what I hear reflected in uh, student communities 
um, and, ac- and also academic communities um, in general around the world. I think if people come in with mental um, health issues uh, or the tendency to experience mental health issues, then for some people academia can help to exacerbate some of those issues mm. um, because it is a situation where there are sort of stresses but there's also – it can be very isolating depending on what you're doing because, you know, you're, you've, you're working on this project um, for a long time. Um, it's It can feel – a bit all-encompassing at points. There's a lot of uh, up and down challenges of academia, and uh, depending on the support you're getting, um, yeah, it can be sort of a lot of time for things to stew in your head. And so, yeah, people do struggle sometimes. And um, I think that the way to combat that is uh, just that we start giving people more support and start speaking out of what people are going through. Because I think the biggest thing is that like when people start talking about it, even within the student community that I'm in here, everyone's like, oh my gosh, like I've experienced that, whether it's imposter syndrome or yeah, just feeling like, you know, what they're doing is never enough or what, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone feels like that. But in reality, obviously, if everyone feels like that, then uh, yeah, it's um, no one is really the imposter. <laughs> so what we need to do is start to have those conversations, which my department is actually doing now. I'm very proud that um, my clinical neuroscience department has started a series of It Gets Brighter videos in the department. We're collecting from academics, um, PIs, um, principal investigators, and people who are sort of heads of the department all the way through to the PhD students to start to open up about times that they've really had a crisis of confidence or felt particularly stressed and, and what they've found to do in those moments. Um, and if we can start to open those conversations, then people might feel better um, in the future talking to their supervisor about it, uh, whatever needs to be done to, so that they get the right support. So definitely, like, people can totally thrive in academia, even with a history of mental health issues. Absolutely, people should uh, be part of that community. But there are challenges, I think, of doing graduate study that can exacerbate mental health issues and there needs to be conversations about that and support for that and then people we can have happy healthy scientists basically is what the aim is i just want to say like thank you so much for sharing your story i i really hope um that it gets brighter goes on and, and does some some awesome things because the the mission that you're you're sort of like striving to to achieve is is really important especially for the scientific community and to our listeners go download the app visit the page, upload videos, and um, yeah, look, let's stay in contact and uh, see see where you end up. Cool beans. Okay, thanks, guys. Well, um, I've got to run, but uh, yeah, have a good evening, and um, hopefully we can talk again. Yeah, thanks a lot. That'll be great. Later. Thanks, Emma. Enjoy breakfast. Our next section is Science This, where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity. And, Gibbo, I've got some news for you, mate. I was approached by a fan of the show... Oh, and he said, "I have beautiful hair." He wants to do. He put in a request for getting buff. Oh, very good. I've been I've been trying to Wait. get that as a, a science this topic for a while. Yeah. Haven't we done that already? No, no, <laughs> no. We repeat all your ideas three or four times, but we're not allowed to repeat mine. Apparently. So we are. We will repeat. No, we need exercise. Buff. Getting buffs a totally uh, different thing. Right. Thank you. All right. So I'm, I'm up so for that. That's they, the next one. They would. They would just want to listen to getting buff, or they Andrew, want to be involved. No, no, they want to listen to it. So Andrew from Sasamba. Yep. I'm sorry to everyone else, but it has been asked officially, so it is on the list. What listeners ask for, they get. They get. On right. Yep. Anyway, you know how it yep. goes. All right. So Chris, you added your Google Docs list, and then we'll do it. Oh, fuck. (laughs) For those people not familiar with what Google Docs is, could you describe that? Not enough time, mate. We're running out of time. Um, The actual science this topic for the day is from the forum. Fan of the show. Noni. Noni. Um, I am a little bit reluctant to read this, eh? but I will because I'm a professional. Uh, Can you science hair? I mean the best slash real products. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of BS marketing out there, right? Luckily, we don't need first-hand experience, brackets, or lots of hair, to apply our transferable science skills. She's talking about you there with the yeah, not much look, hair bit. She may have been talking about any of us. Because <laughs> no. you've had a haircut. <laughs> she didn't know that. 
She may have. I've still, Chris, got, a, I've still you... got a full body of hair. Well, I can see a little bit of scalp. Not where... really, no. Well, that's, if, I mean, no, if you I mean, pull I, it. I'm not, I'm not one to give out a lot of compliments, <laughs> but, but, but Shmoopy's got a thick head of hair, just like myself. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> anyway, who wants to go Hidden first? Hidden under <laughs> acres of scalp. Uh, has anyone? So it, it, I read it as in she wants us to actually look into the science behind some current products. Do has it. anyone actually done that? No, no I didn't do that. No, I didn't do no, that. No, no, no. I, All right, we did I, hair. I just did hair. <laughs> yeah, same. And I approached it a couple of different ways. No, you can do one. Yeah, I'll do two. One. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. You know how this goes. <laughs> All right, do it. Oh, this is going to involve 100 people. <laughs> can we, know, are you, you going to do 100? Can we ban you from 100 people after no, today? No, statistically <laughs> significant. Need to make science statistically significant. Yeah, but it's as just I call opinions. It. Well, 100, 100 people's opinions isn't, isn't Signics. science. It's significant. significant. <laughs> this is going to be 100 people trying different hair products. All right, guys, listen up. Sorry, sorry. Do you know what I used to like about having hair? Combing it, the way it felt, people looking at you. <laughs> Being attractive. <laughs> Being beautiful. You said that. <laughs> then, then, then you said it. You I look, used to you like... You look good, Andy. Don't worry. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You're a star. I like you, Giro. Always like, oh, kicking a man when he's down. I liked... Because some someone once said... I remember I was in a party and they went... Oh, your hairstyles are right. This isn't a style. Like yeah. I haven't chosen yeah. Yeah. this. Yeah. Right. But so yeah. I miss. I miss on. I miss having different styles. Yeah. I'm now stuck with the McDonald's arches at the yeah. front. So you're you are widow's peaked. I am completely widow's widowed peaked up. Mm. Yeah. Right? If there was more, you could be like Dracula. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Yeah, but if there's it was not. Pointy, no, but there's not anymore. But Thanks there's for not more. No. Thanks for pointing less. out. No, I'd lot lo- less. Yeah, oh, no, I agree. Can I have some of yours? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Anyway, <laughs> but what I what I want to do is I'm fed up with this straight hair, yeah. straight wavy, luxurious okay. hair that I have on my head. Uh-huh. Right, the bits yeah. that are there, straight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I want to do is get it's different very short. Type. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's well, it's just choice. the way it grows. It's choice. Mm. It's a style. Yep. What I'm doing is getting different bits of like hair. So like, what what hair have you got on your body? Oh, geez, are you pointing uh, to your groin? Eyebrows. Are you pointing to your groin? Nose, hair. eyebrows, nose hair, ear, ear hair, bum hair, hair, bum hair, yeah. eyelashes, pubic hair, toe hair, chest. I want to ear know. Hair. I want we, to know. We've done that. Did you do ear hair? Mm. Ear hair. Ear hair. Ear hair. We did that one. I want to know. In my little bald spots. Uh huh. What body hair would look the best there. Ooh. Right? Okay. Imagine first, eyebrow hair. What do you reckon? I'm going to get... Not gonna... bad. I mean, I, a shorter version of eyebrow hair would be quite similar to your current head hair. So, yeah. Andy, well, is it like a, a number zero or something? Or it's a 0.5. 0.5. 0.5. Wow. Fully shaved. Uh... <laughs> they, they make them that close? They really do. Yeah, Chris. Whoa. They do. Yeah, I think eyebrow hair would work. I would also say... Then face hair, then ear hair, then mm-hmm. nose hair. And then, mm-hmm. so what I'm doing is, you know, like how- yeah. uh, they, You're filling in the gaps. filling so in the like gaps. They plonk tra- it in. Transplanting? Transplant. Stitching yeah. it in. Yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm getting 100 people. <laughs> All bald, like me. Yep. And I'm giving different amount of them different hair from different body parts. Oh, All right? Yeah. So there's going to be a person with pubes yeah. on their head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to know- I'm gonna say I'm gonna send them down the street with their new hairdo, and I'm gonna watch to see how many people stare at them. Uh, okay, and okay. that's gonna be a sign of it being bad. Yeah, you could have I facial want- recognition software. Yep. Yeah, well done, Gibbon. Please, yeah. please, you're following along. And you could see like grimaces of pain and yep. disgust and yep. things like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But of course, that's only a head, right? Mm-hmm. What I also want is to swap out underarm hair with head hair. Why? Because I think it would be really cool to have really long hair under your arms, oh, like bat wings. But, but not your... <laughs> oh, you want head hair wings. under your armpit? I want... Yeah. Under, oh, you want to actually swap swap hair all over the place? Yeah. So I'm thinking, all right, we've done head. We're having a look to see what is the weirdest combination 
of body hair on body parts. Or pu- pubes on face. Pubes on face would be diabolical. Yeah, yeah, that, this is not a bad idea, yeah. But we do have pubes on our face, that's what beards are, right? Yeah, I don't know, I still think pubic hair is probably a little coarser and a little more curly than than, yeah. than usually beard hair, I think. But how great would it be to have pubes on your head and you'd never have to shave, you'd never have to cut your hair again? What's that? Because pubes only get so long. Right, they fall out. They got a shorter ah, lifetime. I suppose that's well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Good <laughs> Hang point. On. <laughs> Hang on, we've just found out something about Gibbo. Yeah, I never really thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. So, so you'd never have to shave your so you'd never have to shave your head. You have pube beard. Yeah. You'd never have to shave your beard. But I do like the idea of head hair under the arms. Mm. I want that to grow as long as possible so that I can hold it like a like a wing. That's that's a strange dream. But it's your dream, man. It is my dream. Okay, Noni, you didn't think that was going to happen, did you? <laughs> no, she wanted products. Apparently, yeah, it's pubes yeah. on face. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what product. happens. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you when you poke the peapot beast. Look at what happens. All right, Smoopy, Go you know I've brought something special. All right. So let's let's hear your dross. So, uh, I, I, so I'm I'm looking to improve hair, and so what are the what are the three factors? Of hair that you want to improve, uh, that it's actually there. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not covering that. Okay. Ba. I think you want appearance, as in glossiness and health. Uh-huh. You want um, density. Yep. Um, so the amount, the yep. thickness of the hair. Yep. Um, color. You don't want it to go grey. Okay. Yeah, I'm not doing color. Okay. I'm not sure what the third one is. All right. So I've got the. I'm going to cover the big three. Bounce. Body and vibrancy. <laughs> oh my god! You've looked been looking up shampoo ads oh on the internet, god. haven't you? You're right. Hair is bouncy in the ads. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the structural properties of hair comes from keratin. Yes, and keratin takes up ninety percent of the mass of hair. Oh, that's facts. Keratin is a sulfur-rich fibrous protein which folds and wraps into specific shapes due to hydrogen bonding. Uh, and disulfide bridges. So hydrogen bonding is what controls how DNA folds into its uh, helix, yep. helical shape. I hope everyone can uh, uh, think of what that looks like. And disulfide bridges are actual chemical bonds that would occur um, as this keratin proteins kind of fold around upon itself. Yeah, and it's between the sulfur atoms in the molecule. Yeah, so it's two sulfur atoms which are actually far apart from the molecule if it was stretched out long, Yeah, but it kind of gets folded up into this shape and then the two sulfur atoms can bond together. Interesting Gibbo fact, keratin also makes up your fingernails and rhinoceros horn. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Uh, so an example of the effect. <laughs> textbook. Textbook segue. <laughs> Natural. Flowed well. Interesting. Everyone at home is going, mm, wow. Hair and fingernail is made from the same stuff. Rhinos. And rhino and rhino horn. Did you know your hair and fingernails is made from rhino? Uh, so an example of how the, this, these interactions can affect hair in, and by hair, I mean its bounce, body, and vibrancy. Mm. Is that uh, <clears throat> if you um, if hair is uh, exposed to particularly humid conditions, it's more likely to curl, and that's because the hydrogen bonding between within the keratin changes. That's why Chris's pubes are curly. <laughs> it's very it's just humid so down there. Humid there. <laughs> <laughs> it may be warm down there. I put, my groin produces massive amounts of heat. Go get to go to check that out, mate. <laughs> so the hydrogen bonding plays a role, but it's actually the disulfide linkages which are stronger because they're chemical bonds, mm-hmm. and they're responsible for the bounce body and vibrancy that I'm going to improve. Right. Oh, wow. So sulfur to sulfur disulfide linkages can be promoted by iodine and a base in an oxidative reaction. Oh, Andy, you're you're I drumming started, your leg. I started to. Fade out then. God, <laughs> science isn't for me, is it? Sorry. So it's an oxidative reaction <laughs> to create the disulfide linkage and it can be broken by reducing agents. So you want to avoid reducing, reducing agents in your hair. What What's they? an example of a reducing agent, Cameron, that we would encounter daily? Um, yeah, come on, chem man. Ke- what? Chemoran. Chemoran. I love it. 
So a, a, a common reducing agent would be like a some kind of free radical, okay. Um, okay. or uh, similar things to that. <laughs> free radical? You mean like a student protester or something like that? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I avoid them as well. For and, now. No but, wonder I've got beautiful bounce in yeah. my hair. And student protesters often have bad, oh, have terrible hair. Damn it! I've you actually, are onto something there. I have protested a lot. That makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my science this would be to make sure if you're looking at your shampoo, oh, you're mm, that it yep. comes with a sulfur source such as cysteine uh, and iodine in a base. Yep. Oh, well done. Yep. Now. Chris, you and I know something a little bit special about some sulfur polymer chemistry. Ooh. Oh my God, you're going to use it to capture mercury? You have a paper where you use sulfur polymers to capture mercury. Holy shit. And we're working on another paper for a currently secret <gasps> uh, reason. Whoa, whoa. Oh. Don't give it away, Schmoopy. You, you, you knew you were going to say something then. Just so be careful. Within these papers, uh, sulfur polymers... Um, sulfur polymers are made which contain many sulfur to sulfur disulfide linkages absolutely within an organic matrix absolutely. such like keratin is okay so i think that maybe what we can do is use this chemistry that you we're using for the uh, mercury capture and apply that to our hair holy shit the way that they do theirs is they mix sulfur the powder sulfur with an oil mm. At 180 degrees Celsius, giving away the trade secrets. It's all published. No, it's all published. Yeah. Okay. So, my hair product or my hair treatment to improve bounce body and vibrancy would be step one. You're not going to heat hair to 200 degrees, are you? Mix sulfur powder in with your hair. (laughs) Step two, gently dip your head. Into a water bath at 180 degrees Celsius. <laughs> gently. I said gently. Gently do yeah. that. Step three, stir it all about. Shake it all about. <laughs> do the hokey pokey and you turn around. Yeah. I'm concerned with the safety of this uh, all right. methodology. Now, at Whoa. that at that temperature, sulfur-sulfur sulfur bonds break yep. and then they will be reforming as we allow our hair to cool. Mm. Why did you say our hair? Because we're all going to do it to ourselves tonight. I brought okay. the Okay. <laughs> uh, don't do it, Andy. No. It's I... just your scalp will burn. <laughs> That's brilliant. So, uh, um, increase disulfide linkages and then increase your bounce, body, and vibrancy. <laughs> wow. There you go. That's and brilliant. not only will you have bounce and body and vibrancy, but mm-hmm. you'll capture mercury with that hair. You could. And perhaps yep. other stuff. We mercury. can't talk all about it. <laughs> all right. Gibbo. Well, guys, as guys. usual, you've bought some pretty mediocre ideas I was to the really, table. I was really... I didn't think about mine at all. Yeah. I'm sorry well, about it. Luckily, I, so luckily I thought about mine. Oh, Gibbo, you are the man. You're uh. one. So I actually um, came up with two, but I will choose my second one, okay. which I think is the better one. So what's that um, that hair thing you see? Uh, <laughs> this is Steve, a great start. <laughs> Shane Warne and them, there was a hair, hair, oh, yeah, yeah. Advanced hair. Advanced hair, advanced hair, hair or yeah, 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 yeah. What about smart hair? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Smart hair. We've had smart clothing. Yeah. It's time for smart hair. Oh, I like it. Yeah. We're getting rid of hair. What? Oh, great. Whoop. Yeah, yeah. Whoop. Oh, I'm, I'm down Whoop. with this. I yeah. already Whoop. like this. Gone. And then you're putting on a toupee of smart hair. Okay. Toupee. Yep. They went right. out of fashion a while ago, mate. Well, not anymore. Oof. Not when you see how Chris, smart this hair is. Chris's man, Donald Trump's bringing it back. <laughs> he, he is. We are going to use shape memory polymers as our hair strands. Love it. Uh, They are smart materials that have the ability to return from a deformed state. Oh, I forgot my glasses. Temporary shape (laughs) to their original permanent shape uh, (laughs) when they're induced by an external stimuli or trigger, such as an electric charge or heat. So what makes hair straight and curly? Disulfide bridges. Hydromodding. No, the cross-sectional shape of the hair. Oh, okay. Straight hair is perfectly cylindrical. Curly hair is parabolic. Mm. 
Okay. That's not necess- that's not necessarily the case. It is. So <laughs> our shape memory polymer with a certain charge Ooh, applied to it will go like from this. perfectly cylindrical to parabolic and cross-sectional area. Yeah. And we will change the shape. You can change your, your hair from perfectly straight to beautifully bouncy and, and curly. How curly can it get? Uh, it depends on the charge. I think upwards of 15 volts, you'll get the <laughs> tightest curl you can possibly get. That's good. If you want to pour amps of current in there, yep. who knows how far you can go. Yeah, love it. Now, the other thing, we want our hair to be super hydrophobic and self-cleaning. Yep. So each of the polymer fibers are going to have nanostructures on them. Ooh, say nano Tiny again. little nanostructures. Mm, nano. And they're going to be coated in a hydrophobic film, mm, hydrophobic much like film. the lotus leaf. Mm. Ooh, the lotus so leaf. So your hair never sits perfectly flat on your head. It's always at an angle. So when water hits your hair, it will roll off and pick up dirt and grime and filth. And then take it directly to your face. <laughs> and then it'll fall off and land on the ground and deposit on insects and other things. Are like you just that. always just bent over a little bit? <laughs> Chris is. No. <laughs> Don't listen to them, listeners. They're just jealous. The other thing you can do is there are stretchable polymers that change color. So when you change the shape of your hair, that will induce stress in the polymer and that will change the color. So my smart hair will be self-cleaning. You'll be able to change the shape and you'll be able to change the color. Love it. Smart hair. Yeah, yeah. Smart hair. Yeah, yeah. That's that. quite good. Thanks, guys. Um, Thanks, guys. What, what would it look? How long is it? How long is the hair? Uh, now, that's a good question that I hadn't thought the answer to. So you'd have to. Uh, I imagine you could have, you know, really, really tightly wound uh, a collection of it <laughs> under the scalp, and you would just pull it through Ooh. to the required length. I see. Like you do those dolls. Those dolls, those <laughs> hair training dolls or whatever it is. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. yeah I don't go. see an issue with that. Yeah. Smart hair. What was that song you sang? Smart, Smart hair. hair. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Thank you. What's the power source for all this? Uh, Lithium-ion battery. You work on those, don't you? No. <laughs> What's Come the on, you battery on? man. What are the ones you work on? I don't work on any type of battery. You used to work on batteries. I used to work on lead-acid batteries. That's the one. Car batteries. You have to carry a car battery. <laughs> <laughs> Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band VoiceRom. Go check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app, like the Facebook page, join in the forum. Eddiemayer.net. Eddiemayer.net. Buy our mugs, and most importantly, P-Poppers, leave us a review on wherever you get this podcast, because not only do we love it, but it helps us a lot. Yes. Cameron, sponsor for the week. You were just listening to Publish Perish Your Podcast, and it was brought to you this week by our future sponsor, It Gets Brighter. Check out the website. Uh, We think it's great. Yeah. Awesome. It gets brighter. What a great message. Final farewells. Goodbye from Falcon. Ciao. Bye.